0: it is what it is that's toxic positivity germ brushing off things that are bothering you with it, it is what it is that's a trigger word <laughs> i want that tattoo though in a smiley face
1: what? it, it is, is what it is. is well like yeah you can't really change your situation but you shouldn't negate how it like makes you feel like butthole then it makes you feel like butthole And it is what it is. If it it is making you feel like butthole, then it is what what it it is. Laughs. i'm mac i'm jubes and today's episode is
0: all about toxic positivity if you haven't gathered that from the little blurb <laughs> yes <laughs> so, so we're gonna do the catch up because we had a blast this last weekend we sure did it was so fun it was really fun again the looks walking when there's like 13 pe- like girls with mm-hmm. like colorful wigs on oh my hilarious. goodness! hilarious
1: Okay, I like made the mistake of going into the bathroom at the restaurant we were at, and there was like six like thirteen year old girls in there, and I was like, my tall heels, my pointy boots, my loud dress. Yeah, and Jern was the like, tallest
0: one. Like we're the same height normally, but your heels were taller than mine. I so had like Jordan, four or five inch heels on. Jern was like six foot three with a blue hair,
1: <laughs> literally a bright blue wig. I was just yeah serving looks. Yeah. I have never felt so judged. Yeah, I was like, oh hi, <laughs> but then I was also like. Yeah. Say what you're thinking. Say it out loud. I'll fight you. it to my face.
0: <laughs> Do it. I dare you. I'm old enough to go out in public in a blue wig. I'm
1: literally 10 years older than you. I will fight you and win. <laughs>
0: I go to the gym. <laughs> I work out. <laughs> but no, yeah. like, for real, it was really fun. Like, the first night we, like, went um, out to just, like, a bar in the mm. area. And then... The next night was the wig night. It was so fun. We went bowling. We went bowling. Which I is sweet. Annihilated. Oh my gosh. bowling. It was actually really mean. Okay, that's <laughs> <Because laughs> just like bowling so perfectly. I'm like, stay on the lane, bowling ball. Don't go in the gutter. Listen, I don't even know what happened. Because like my first like three or four throws, trash. Absolutely yeah. trash. Gutter, gutter, maybe one pin. <laughs> and then for the next like. Every time I went up to bowl after that, Mm. spare, spare, strike, spare, strike, spare, (laughs) spare, spare.
1: Well, I was so mad I didn't get a strike. I always at least get one strike every time Mm -hmm. I go bowling, but I didn't this time. It was upsetting. But every time you'd bowl for one of the other girls, she'd like come back from the bathroom and be like, wow, Michaela makes me so good at bowling. (laughs) Did she say that? Yeah. She was like, yeah. she was like, oh, like I think I need to go, like, call my kids again. Like I think they need to go to bed because my score is getting pretty low. <laughs> I was like, actually do it. And then she actually had to go to the bathroom, and I was like, yes. <laughs> she came back, and you, like doubled her score.
0: Yeah, yeah. Her, she just yeah. She kept like she's like, can you bowl for me? I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Like she doesn't want to bowl more. I feel like bowling is one of those things where I could just stand at the lane and just throw balls all night. Right It's so
1: fun. Yeah, and like <laughs> I don't know why, but our team took so long like the other team went through two and a half games well, we had one more person that's true but, but it shouldn't have made us that only much get through one and a half games right No.
0: we also had like the bride who was like the center of attention right so we had to yeah. be, like, be distracted to take we photos or do whatever of
1: photos and yeah, yeah. like there We're was just that hanging out exactly
0: but yeah it was like the bride's mom was she was not having it with me she was on our team as well and she's like what the heck Michaela?"
1: literally and then she'd like turn around and be like you guys need to get off your phones we need to finish this round yeah i know <laughs>
0: i loved it
1: i was like okay okay yeah i'm at five percent just give me one more minute and it'll be dead anyways it's fair though
0: i understand i understand why <laughs> yeah it's the competitive side it was so funny but i think i think it's really because she wanted me to to get out of first place well,
1: literally and then she was like journey you gotta bowl fast like i want to get to my next one <laughs> I <was just> like, <laughs> okay so we just like like spit fired like the next couple ones and just like sped through them so that she could get like yeah. her last one it was so funny
0: yeah i was quick the only time i was like slow was when i got the strike and then it's like it wanted me to bowl twice two times more or something i was like okay
1: Oh, really? It doesn't yeah. just say, like, your t- your turn's done after that's the strike? I, that's what I thought. That's normally what happens. That's what I thought.
0: But oh. I think it might have been also the last round of the first game or something when yeah, that happened. Yeah, maybe. But either way, I had to, like, bowl three times. And so it was like, I was oh. waiting for my thing to change. And I was like, nope, still wants me to go again. Well, that
1: takes up the most of time. I'm like, I'm rushing. I'm like, yeah, but it has to reset the pins. So yeah. it's going to take a
0: minute. Exactly. Oh, well. But regardless, so that was fun. And then had a yeah. little. I don't know, got oh, went coffee the next day, which was really, I liked, enjoyed. Mm-hmm, that was nice. The, I don't know, it was just four of us, but it was yeah. fun to... it was pretty fun. Just sit outside and... Well, and like,
1: it was kind of nice, man. Um, even the night before, um, when we just, like, sat at home and just, like, played games, right? Like, we all mm-hmm. played Incoherent, and it was just, like, just a vibe. I was like, yeah. that's awesome. Like, a quality time is my love language, and we were just spending time together, and I was yeah. like, this
0: is so fun. Well, because, like, some people want to go out, and, like, I get it. But we went mm-hmm. out the first night, and everyone was kind of, like, tired the second night, and I just kind of wanted to just, like, hang out and chat with everyone. But and we I had was, to get up early the next day anyways. Yeah, it was up to the bar, though. I really, like, left it open-ended. I was like, whatever yeah. you want to do, yeah, we'll do, but... Yeah, it's like, you just let us know, like, this yeah. is your glad, party. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we just kind of went home and, like, put on pajamas <laughs> and had, like, a little game mm-hmm. night yeah. kind of thing.
1: Yeah, we still didn't go to bed until 2 a.m., but yeah, I know, it cause was we, nice. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: we cleaned up and then chatted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Mac and I sharing a room together. We're just up until all hours. Just blah 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 blah. And like the first thing we we're talking about, how uh, the yin yang of the house. Oh, the, <laughs> the feng shui. We're <laughs> <laughs> roasting the feng shui of the beach. We were like, oh my gosh, there's so much. Like the money is leaving this place because there's like stairs up into the house, and then you open the door, and there's immediately stairs up.
0: Yeah, which is hilarious. Because like this it's Airbnb, have and you pay to live there. And the in the the chi is flowing out of the house. Literally, it was so funny. We we're just like, yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, the condo we had had seven floors, dude. It was insane. So to climb up to the top, we had to climb thirty four steps.
1: Literally, it was no. It was forty four. Was it forty four? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's what. I, that's what I thought. I thought she said thirty four.
1: Yeah, no, I think she said forty four one way. Oh, okay.
0: And I was like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, and so by the time you get to the top, Dirty's, like, moaning like, my hamstrings, and I just, like, she's like, you gotta well, run, just gotta run, it it's you easier. gotta run, Because
1: Bryce took me through, like, his, um, like, he has, like, two different leg days, like, one's glute-focused, one's, like, hamstring-focused, mm-hmm. and so he took me through the hamstring-focused one, and he just, like, made me do, like, the hamstring curl one, like, so much, and I was so mad at him, mm-hmm. and then I, like, walking up the stairs, and we got home, he's like, you didn't go hard enough, because you could still walk up the stairs, and then the next day, when I was freaking crawling up the stairs of the Airbnb, I was like,
0: fuck you. I cannot <laughs> go up these stairs. Because we got put in, like, the attic. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> Literally. Which, I'm not mad. Our room was really nice. It we was had the for, best view in the house. had the best view of the house, for sure. Because, like, our balcony looked directly over the three sisters in Canmore, mm-hmm. and it was phenomenal. It was amazing. And then our bathroom was the biggest, and so um, some of our friends from the basement came upstairs to get dressed with us. Yeah. Also, was I, nice. I needed my friend's help to braid my hair because otherwise- yeah. somehow we
1: got Michaela's entire mop into a wig,
0: a 12 inch wig.
1: Yeah. I was like, it was an impressive feat. Because
0: Yeah. If it goes to if, if a 12 inch wig goes to like my jawline, mm-hmm. that means my hair is like over 24 inches long. Yeah. Well, yeah, because <laughs> they measure from
1: the very top. Like, yeah. Whenever I think about how long it is, I think about how long it is past the shortest point that I could ever cut my hair. Mm hmm. So I don't ever think like, oh, like from the very, like from my scalp, my hair is this long. So
0: my head is 12 inches long. Okay. And then the rest of my hair down to my, my butt Mm -hmm. is at least, it's like over 12 inches probably. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, we'll say 30 inches of hair Mm -hmm. into a 12 inch wig. Literally. Miraculous. It was amazing. There was. Three small bobby pins and, like, 20 large bobby pins. There was a lot of bobby pins.
1: And then you just, like, because t- t- it didn't look bad. Like, you couldn't see the bobby pins. Yeah. But you'd, like, touch Michaela's hair and it would just be, like, pokey. Yeah, pokey and <laughs> bumpy. Like, oh, and then there was, like, like, an air spot or something on the top. It felt like a be- fontanelle and, like, a newborn baby. It was just a little spongy.
0: Because the, <laughs> because <laughs> the wig was so tight my head is huge. And the wig was already, like, tight as it is. And then shoving all my hair into it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Um everyone's head was itchy at the end of the night mine wasn't because it wasn't even touching my head and like <laughs> but oh yeah but it left like an air gap of where it was like pulled tight between like the back of my head and the front of my head it it and was something was, like, was like a so funny. The very top of my head that it was just like you could pressure down Oh, your
1: skull bones haven't fused yet it would
0: bounce back up yeah <laughs> it was fun i don't know
1: yeah it was a blast it really was mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no it was good um that being said yeah our topic today toxic positivity um, mm-hmm. this is a, a topic that I hold very close to my heart.
0: Um, and another one of journey's passions. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about it. Our topics go like from a back and forth of like my passion project to journey's
1: passion project. <laughs> yeah, this has been on our list for so long. I'm like, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Cause
0: it's just a fine line, right? Like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. we'll get into that.
0: So I have to check my socks now before every episode because the last week's episode, my socks were committing <laughs> a crime.
1: I definitely did. I was like hyper aware of what socks I put on this morning. I was like,
0: I need to make sure they look good on camera. Yeah. Well, because it's a crime. Like I didn't like when I put those socks on that day, I didn't realize how thin they were, how many holes they were in them. I didn't feel it at all when I was wearing them. I looked back on the video and it was just like, (gasps) and I couldn't even crop it out because
1: then it would have looked like really funny. Bombastic
0: side (laughs) eye,
1: criminal (laughs) offensive side (laughs) eye. Literally. I'm wearing East Coast Lifestyle socks, like style socks.
0: What's the bottom look like? <laughs> Filthy. I need to mop my floors. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> all right, so we'll get into it. So, Jubes, mm-hmm. take us first out. What is toxic positivity? Okay,
1: toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how bad the situation is, that you should keep a positive mindset. And, like, it's, this is generally a good idea, and we usually talk about, like, just mm-hmm. being positive and, like, all that fun stuff. But what sets it apart and makes it toxic is that it rejects all the difficult um, emotions I have in flavor, in favor of <laughs> the cheerful and usually falsely positive kind in, of facade? In flavor. In flavor. Who um, wants some bland positivity when you can have some flavorful? Yeah, dogs. we're here to talk about spicy positivity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a I good one. T- that that positivity. T- oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and so like the problem with that is that life isn't always positive, right? Like mm-hmm. there's ups and downs. And so there's going to be painful emotions and experiences. And it's so important that you feel those emotions and like deal with them so that you can like achieve this greater acceptance and like greater psychological help. Because it's not good for you to constantly be ignoring every single bad thing that happens to you. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of like toxic positivity is kind of like a trauma response because instead of feeling shame, you act in awe of your deepest self. Um, I
0: don't like I don't, instead of, instead of feeling shamed about yourself, you kind of like act in a way of like, no, nothing can ever be wrong. Like it's the opposite of like self-deprecation. And so it's a, a way of avoiding difficult emotions yeah. instead of facing them head on, like self, self-deprecation self would be like oh no, I can never do that. And I, I'm horrible at this and I'm horrible at that. Toxic positivity is kind of like the opposite. We're like, wow, yeah. I'm so good at this. I got through everything. I'm so resilient. Positive yeah. Mindset hustle grind. Like, yeah, the, the grind and
1: like hustle mindset is also very toxic because like there are bad days. There are days when you can't grind or hustle. Like, yeah, it's important to like be ambitious and like take initiative and like do all mm-hmm. that stuff. But you need to recognize that there not every day is going to be a good day. But that being said, you also shouldn't Mm. go to the other end of the spectrum and just focus on everything that's negative, Mm -hmm. because then that's also toxic.
0: So our favorite word comes up in this scenario, and it's balance. balance. There we go. Balance. But yeah. And I really want to like, I guess we'll get into it. So who coined the term of toxic positivity?
1: Oh, um, so toxic Positivity began in positive psychology. Shocker. Um, Which, like, side note,
0: I get why positive psychology (laughs) is a thing. I really do. It was the most boring psychology class I've ever taken in my life. Yeah, I believe it. Because it's all, everything's like, rainbows, butterflies, happy, we're We're happy. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like,
1: it's interesting to, like, to see the effect of, like, like, um chronic positivity I guess yeah. we could say how that affects like it does change your brain right if like you're chronically positive or you're chronically negative right like yeah. those will affect how your yeah. brain works
0: mm. but you know
1: anyway, and there's a fine line we'll go like, that
0: as someone who's like yeah like a I don't know I'm pretty optimistic mm-hmm. I'm fairly I'm like easygoing and like everything's gonna work out for me and I know that yeah and so I kind of live my life with that way of like everything's gonna be fine I know everything's gonna be fine yeah um and so for that token, like I find people who are chronically negative, so hard to be around. Well, it's exhausting. But it's the same, it's the same token though. When I see people who are chronically positive, I'm like, oh, you're hurting. Well, it just feels false. Like it just yeah. feels like that's not how you actually feel. Like you're using that as a mask. It, and that's, and that's why immediately for them, it's not, I'm not like, oh my God, you're annoying. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're hurt. Yeah. It's like, in what way can mm-hmm. I help you? Yeah. It's like, what haven't you processed? Like, Literally. Immediately. I'm like, oh, you're you are like a poor little traumatized puppy
1: well literally you need to feel other emotions than just happiness in Mm -hmm. order to process yeah like your trauma like just everything right yeah um okay so anyway it began positive psychology which is focused on one search for happiness and contentment Mm -hmm. Um, and so after world war ii mental illness diagnoses were on the rise and positivity was thought of as a possible solution Mm -hmm. um that was actually really interesting
0: to read Well, because again, it comes from the premise of like, if you think happy thoughts, you'll see happier things in your, Mm -hmm. in your life. Right. And so after being war struck. Yeah. It's like, yeah. No, no, remember when things were good and we were all children and playing on the playground was fun. Yeah. You just had
1: world war one, the great depression,
0: world war two.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. That's a lot to process. Right. So like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, so in the 1950s, one of positive psychology's early advocates, Abraham Maslow, wrote that psychology has been far more successful on the negative than on the positive side. He then started to open up a broader conversation around happiness rather than grief and trauma, which quite a few researchers were focusing on at that time. Again, due to the circumstances Mm -hmm. around that time. Yep. Um, And then in 1954, he wrote a book titled motivation and personality, which focused on how positivity can unlock a better understanding of human potential, which is true. Yeah. And that's what we talk about, right? Like, being optimistic about your life and feeling motivated and ambitious, it's going to take you to places that you want to go to. Exactly. Right. It's going to get you there. But on the same token, right. If you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day.
1: Well, and I feel like there's a difference between like optimism Mm -hmm. and toxic positivity. Cause like Mm -hmm. with optimism, you can be like, okay, like it's shitty right now, but it's going to get better. But it's the recognizing that it's shitty right now
0: that moves it Mm -hmm. from toxic positivity to optimism. Mm -hmm. Like even, I mean, even yesterday, like I, the day before I was like, so motivated so much energy like hustling bustling yesterday I was like I'm wiped I need a nap Mm -hmm. right yeah it's recognizing that without like tearing yourself down yeah and well
1: even like this morning I like had a really bad sleep last night and I was just kind of grumpy this morning but I was like don't let this mood be your whole day Mm -hmm. like I was feeling really like anxiously triggered for some reason I was like okay what the heck that's weird and Mm -hmm. so I was trying to like work back into like why that was, but still like recognizing, like, hey, I feel grumpy right now. But like, I'm recording with Michaela. We're gonna record another super fun episode after this. So it was like, I can't let this ruin my day.
0: Mm-hmm. But otherwise I was gonna have to hear your like sour other, attitude yeah, on the microphone. Otherwise, <laughs> this episode is gonna be not that fun to edit. going <laughs> <laughs> be editing me like, why was I so sour? I like, geez, journey,
1: calm down. Yeah. But yeah, right. Like, I don't know. I feel like the thing that turned that into not positivity. I also just ate. Um, and so that helped a lot. (laughs) And I had a shower. (laughs) So that helped and I was kind of like, you're fine. It's okay. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, go ahead. You want to do the next one? No, go ahead. Okay. Okay. And then, so it wasn't, um, until later in 1998 when the field of positive psychology was officially established by Martin Seligman. I think it's Seligman. Seligman. Seligman? Seligman. Seligman.
1: It's s-e-l-i-g-m-a-n
0: Ligman. <laughs> the game we were playing. It was um what's it called? Mumb- incoherent. Incoherent. And so it basically gives you like the mumbled words, you have to guess what the phrase is. Yeah. And I would just say the mumble like just in a different, different accent. accents every time and it, yeah, it, it worked out for us when so we finally figured that out. But <laughs> the word was like saligman. She'd be like,
1: seligman. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was cackling. It
0: was amazing. Seligman. Seligman. Yeah, say Ligman. It was so good. Selly Jaman. Jaman. Officially established by
1: Martin. <laughs> Selly, Selly He had a a <laughs> An Epiphany. A <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! Okay, just like does that. Heh, oh heh, no! Paid. I stopped that so fast. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance. It. Anyways,
0: <laughs> our boy Martin had an epiphany while he was weeding his garden, and his five-year-old daughter started dancing around and throwing the weeds in the air, and he yelled at her to stop. She told him that if she was if she was younger, she would have whined about it because she was, but because she was older, she was choosing to listen. This made him wonder if everyone is capable of this kind of control. If his daughter could change her tune so quickly, why couldn't adults too? So his conclusion was that the only way to move on from the quote-unquote really bad stuff, depression, helplessness, and panic, was to recognize the missing piece or the positive.
1: And, like, to an extent, that's true. But also, if I was this kid, um, I would have been real sassy about, like, I'm choosing to listen. Like, it wouldn't have been, like, a positive thing. It would have been, like, I'm choosing to, like... I'm doing this as a mm-hmm.
0: favor for you. Yeah. Like, you know? Well, like, yeah, if I started dancing <laughs> around and, like, throwing weeds in the air <laughs> and I got yelled at the stop, I think I would just, like, side-eyed and walked away. Yeah. Because then I would have been sour because I've been like, why you got to be so aggressive? Like, again, that seems like, that's on Martin. Well, yeah, it's like, like, you're, why could you have just
1: been like, hey, like, just being you can't do that. You're making a mess. Yeah. You're just being playful. Why would you mm-hmm. just yell at Stop.
0: Yeah. Explain right? it.
1: Or it's like... Or you're going to okay, get a side you could, eye
0: and walk away. You're going to get an attitude the rest of the day. I promise you that much. <laughs> oh, exactly, right? I was such a smartness as a kid. Yeah.
1: And so it's like, why couldn't you also be like, okay, honey, like, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But when you're done, you need to rake up all the weeds that you just spread all over my nicely weeded grass. Yeah. Or garden or whatever. Yeah.
0: So, of course, this, like, description, I mean, we weren't there with Martin and his daughter. Who knows how many times yeah. he asked her to
1: stop, yeah. right, before he yelled at her. Yeah.
0: But if it is, like, the way this is worded, if it's, like, you're weeding... She's having, she's playing, she's five, mm-hmm. right? Kindergarten age. Yeah. You let the five-year-old play. Yeah. You don't yell at them, it's working time. Yeah. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Like, piss off. Literally. Like, no, thank you.
1: It well, was, well, when, oh, that was 1998. Okay. Yeah. In my mind, this happens in the 1950s. No.
0: Okay. That makes way more sense. Anyway. No, this was 98. Like, let the kid play with the weeds. Like, and let let kids be kids. And but then you have to, again, here's the whole boundary part of it. Mm-hmm. If you talk about, like, okay, yeah, that's great. This has to be cleaned up afterwards, though. Mm-hmm. Go crazy. Yeah.
1: But but you're not leaving my garden Here's like the, this.
0: Here's the repercussions of crazy. Exactly. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to actually, like, make sure that they do clean it up or there will be consequences or whatever, right? Like. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and so toxic positivity's re-entry into society happened in 2020, which is not that surprising. Mm-hmm. Um well, I, it's just with the whole like we're all in
0: this together. Like, no, we're not.
1: No, we're not. Respectfully,
0: we're not. We're incredibly divided and yeah. it only got worse. Yeah.
1: And I think a part of that was like people getting mad at anyone trying to find a positive in this thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily like obviously, yeah, there was some toxic positivity happening within that. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think that was a main issue. I think they were just using it like Not as, like, a scapegoat, but as, like, allow me to wallow
0: in self-pity.
1: Yeah. Like, you know what? Like, that sounds extremely harsh, but you know what
0: I mean? No, but there was a lot of, like, again, helplessness and whatever, because it's... and Some some people, it was scary. Some people, it was annoying. Some people... Yeah. Again, their livelihoods got ripped underneath their... Mm -hmm. their under Their... Under the rug. Yeah. What's that phrase? Ripped out from underneath them? Yeah. And... I get it. Like I was super like mm-hmm. optimistic or like beginning of 2020. Yeah. I just started getting back into the gym. I had plans to go and visit my friends in Europe. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, actually, you're not allowed to do anything. Yeah. And it's like, why not? And then, and then you see riots happening. And I'm like, why are, why is there so much hate? Where is this on right well, now? So
1: much was going on in 2020, right? right? Like you have the BLM movement and like
0: COVID. And so it's like. But how much of that was triggered? Like not just from George Floyd, how much of that was triggered from, Already feeling like helpless, and then suddenly finds what you're passionate about, and then wanting to like rebel against feeling helpless because you're we at that point, people were already locked up for a month. Yeah, I think so. A month, two months, two months in
1: some places. Yeah. Depending on where you were. Well, it, it just gave them an opportunity to express their outrage with how everything mm-hmm. was happening. And like, yeah, yeah, I get that. But, and that's the thing with toxic positivity where it's like, you can't just get mad at someone choosing to be positive because you are unhappy Mm -hmm. right like i think that's kind of what it was
0: yeah and i think i think a lot of like the riots during that time i think the reason everything escalated so quickly during that time is because people were feeling trapped and helpless Mm -hmm, 100 percent. and so they found something that they could feel helpful for Mm -hmm. and then the opposite was like no piss off you're not allowed to
1: you spread. can't have feelings about this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then that's where the whole, like, the insane riots happened. That's where mm-hmm. all the looting and the, like, the extremes came from is because everyone was, like, already, like, hey, this sucks. And then the government's, like, we're all in this together. But they're enforcing division. Yeah, literally.
1: Yeah. It was just, like, you need to listen to us. Like, we're not being yeah. heard. Like, this is such a stressful
0: time. Yeah. And
1: you're killing our citizens,
0: like, so all and the not riot- helping us. Yeah. And so, like, all the riots, in my opinion, weren't were actually about the event that took place it was all like a form of release it was less about the event that took place and it was more about feelings of in otherwise. a sense
1: like i agree with you in that um mm-hmm. they wanted their voices to be heard about mm-hmm. a bigger issue that's being ignored for so long yeah and it definitely didn't help that everyone is already in a really scared uncomfortable
0: spot mm-hmm. with covid but i don't think the brides would have gotten to the point they were if it wasn't for that uncomfortable spot that's true you know what I mean? Yeah, because there's protests. Protests happen all the time, mm-hmm. but the intensity was yeah. because of this uncomfortable, uncertain spot. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, about.
1: everyone's hackles yeah. were kind of like yeah raised, and so, so it's yeah, like, it was just like a
0: like yeah, it was about the event, but it was less about the specific event and more about the preceding circumstances. Yeah, to then having that happen, so you're that much more emotionally reactive, and that's why you're so willing to like go to yeah. the streets well
1: i just don't want anyone to think yeah. that we're belittling the death of no. george floyd and no, 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 all no. of the black people and people of color who died during that time no due no, no. to these things like whatever uh, no i'm not, not talking whatever, about the movement but but
0: itself my, my opinion on the movement itself mm-hmm. is like completely separate i think yeah. i'm talking about the
1: it might not have escalated m- so much had we not already been in a mm-hmm. uh, super stressful
0: environment and then having like a, like higher authorities be like mm-hmm. no it's fine everything's good we're all in this together it's like no we're yes. not we're not no we're not yeah right and that's exactly that's why okay. everything escalated to the point of it was in my opinion because mm-hmm. everyone was so emotionally on edge yeah during that time yes and so when you have someone preaching we're all in this together and then people are like actually piss off and then that's when the division mm-hmm. really happened yeah that was kind of the start of the divide
1: Mm -hmm. okay so now we got that little rant out of the way yeah um what does positive or toxic positivity look like and sound like Mm
0: -hmm. michaela so when something bad happens such as losing your job people may say (laughs) wow it's almost like we planned this or something oh weird (laughs) did i write the notes no no No. that rant like that rant was like unrelated but it Mm -hmm. also it's like the whole yeah the whole concept of just being like oh, here we are. So, like losing your mm-hmm. job and someone says, just stay positive. Yeah. Immediately your defenses go off and you're going to be like, mm-hmm. actually kick rocks.
1: The wall goes up right. immediately. You're and not going to hear a thing I say. You're not going to respond the way yeah. I want to. I'm going to leave feeling unvalidated and unheard. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so the pandemic's a really easy example of that because mm-hmm. everyone was like, actually kick rocks. Well, yeah. Cause so many people were like, yeah, like just stay positive. Like look on the bright side. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, these things. So, while these comments are often meant to be sympathetic, they can shut and down anything the other person might want to say about what they're experiencing. And so that's where this whole not feeling heard and et cetera, et cetera, comes from. Mm -hmm. Right. And so after experiencing some types of loss, people might say that everything happens for a reason while people will make such statements because they believe they are comforting. It's also a way of avoiding another person's pain. Yeah. I am that person that says everything happens for a reason, but I have this one example of, came to me in high school and she's like, Um, I just lost so-and-so and you've dealt with a lot of loss. Like, how do you deal with it? And mm-hmm. that was my response. I'm like, well, I, I think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And she immediately lost it on me. Yeah. And she's like, you think so-and-so dying was a, for a reason? And I'm like, I'm like, well, something has to come of it. Like, for me, it's comforting yeah. because it's like, it gives me the, like, release. Like, it's not on me. It's not on them. It's not on any one person that this yeah. person died. Death is just part of life. Yeah. And whether you get a lesson from it or not, it's, yeah, it's whatever. But if this person was like, my grandma just died, I'd be like, well, everything happens for a reason. That's where it becomes toxic. Yeah.
1: And it's kind of like, if you want to hear more about that debate, we have a whole episode on like coincidence versus everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And both of us are very much like, yeah, everything happens for a reason. But like in the time of grief, we know better than to be like, okay, well, everything happens for a reason. Like you were offering advice.
0: Mm -hmm. It's not on you that she got mad that. Yeah that's how you get through it like you come to for my advice and then you get mad at me the way i grieve i'm like well yeah i'm like no it's not fair like nothing's fair but like i'm not choosing fair i'm choosing like it's got to be for a reason right Mm
1: -hmm. something good has to come out of this. the reason
0: doesn't have to be super profound Mm -hmm. the reason could be cherish your time with loved ones that's been my main reason yeah exactly the reminder of how short life can be yeah right or it's been like go see your doctor yearly because one of my grandparents deaths was because he didn't see a doctor regularly. Yeah. Like didn't need to die the way he did. And it just, it was what it was. Yeah. And yeah, it's another one of these well, phrases here. They say like, it is what it is, but in some cases that's what it's going to be. Like, I can't change mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It, it becomes toxic though when you're like diminishing and, um, subsiding the other person's grief. Like, yeah, you can go like this, that sucks. But yeah, here's what helps me if you care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And even like if someone's like expressing disappointment or sadness, this happens to me quite a bit, is that someone may respond that happiness is a choice. And so this suggests that if someone is feeling a negative emotion, it's their own fault for not choosing to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got many
0: thoughts. I will share none. Um- <laughs> <laughs> but where some of these like, it's not even like the words themselves in these statements we mm-hmm. say like, it's like the statements themselves are, again, very similar to things that we preach Mm -hmm. it's more about like the tone and the timing and the situation that they're expressed yeah like i said if someone's coming if Journey's coming to me being like oh my gosh i just lost so and so you've dealt with a lot of grief like how do you deal with people how do you deal with grief yeah i would say something along the lines of it is what it is everything happens for a reason yeah right like that's because that's what's comforting to me Mm -hmm. i'm not going to be like turn off your emotions. Just swallow
1: them. Bottle them up. Literally. Create a disease in
0: your system. Like it's
1: Well, no. it's the same kind of thing as mm-hmm. like going to someone and being like, "Oh my goodness, I have an issue. Can I talk to you about it?" I'm like, "Yeah, like do you want advice or do you just want to rant?" Yeah. A lot of times when people are coming to you with like sadness or loss or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't want you to solve that problem or whatever. They just want to be heard. They just want mm-hmm. to be validated. They just want to know like Mm. okay, I'm allowed to feel these things. I'm allowed Mm. to be sad that so-and-so died. I'm allowed to be sad that I lost
0: my job. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, right? And so, like, I started explicitly asking people if they want my opinion. Yeah. Because so many times where it's like, I just, I I don't do the navigation game anymore. Like, anyone who knows me or who's coming to advice for me knows that I'm not going to play any sort of games with them, Mm. right? And so, I this just comes from a history of having to be the whole, like, Someone coming to me and being like me, me just listening and then being like, are you going to say anything? Yeah. Like, do you want me to say anything? Yeah. Or vice versa. I give it an opinion. And they're like, actually, shut up. And I'm like, you know what? You just tell me if you want me to say anything or not.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, like, with you especially, like, you're so well-intentioned when you do give your opinion. Like, I want the best. Like, I can see what you need to do to mm-hmm. make this better. Like, I know what you need. Mm-hmm and like that's the same with toxic positivity like a lot of time it is well-intentioned or like some people just don't know how to be empathetic or like mm-hmm. they don't know how to deal with these negative emotions which mm-hmm. that's kind of like a cycle where it's like you don't know how to deal with these negative emotions so you never process them because you never accept them so you're t- always positive yeah um, it's a distraction
0: that's where the whole trauma response comes from right yeah
1: but it's like yeah i forget where i was going with that but yeah it's just
0: like well-intentioned people and me
1: yeah you, you come up with such good intentions of yeah. it, but like, yeah, not everyone wants to hear that in that time. They just want to be validated. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah, no, that exactly. that was, that was really hard for you. Yeah. Wasn't it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but even I, the thing, yeah. like,
0: so, <laughs> <here's>, <laughs> when I talk about tone, and I already know I need to check my voice sometimes because, because uh, I sound abrasive at times. Mm-hmm. I know people come to me and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I'm I might be listening, but I'm actually i processing or I'm like actually trying to think of a solution or like what can I give that's gonna be beneficial? Yeah. Cause otherwise I'm gonna sound fake.
1: Well and, and know- that's like that's why we need to be a video podcast, is because we need to see Michaela is actively <laughs> intently listening and not just going, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause if we were strictly audio, our first ten episodes would just be me talking to Michaela, going Mm
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really shit at being vocal at times. You're
1: just thinking, right? Like you're just like you know, I need to give a verbal response to show you that I'm listening to you, but I'm also thinking,
0: right? Like also trying to avoid being superficial. And so again, for both, or being like, that's why I couldn't be toxically positive because I'd mm -hmm. be superficial.
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. I feel
0: I'd feel very like hypocritical and superficial, and just wouldn't work for me. But same thing, I can't when someone's like chronically negative. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm going to say this example because I have. I've had more experiences with those two people in my life rather than toxic positive. Yeah. Um, people who are chronically negative and coming in like everything is shit and they have to be a victim and they're constantly, they want to come for your advice and then they ignore your advice and yep. then they tell you you're the problem. I'm like, actually kick rocks. Like I don't literally care anymore. You're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. If you want to be miserable, great. Keep me out of it. Well,
1: the amount of people right? I've removed from my life for being like that, they're like, Oh my goodness, I want your advice so much. And then I give it and they're like, yeah, I'm actually not going to do that at all. And I'm going to continue down this cycle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, then yeah. I'm going to remove myself from your life. Yeah.
0: And like not to diminish the, the art topic for today, mm-hmm. but those people who are chronically negative are going to call me toxically positive. Yeah. Just because I see the world with an optimistic lens. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you are in control of your own life and you're the driver of your own life. Things can happen to you, but you control how you react to those situations. Yeah. And that counts for like everyone and you're, you are ultimately responsible for how you feel about these situations. Right. Yeah. So if you want to say now that sucks, like then it sucks. Well, yeah. But if you want to confide, if you confide in someone who never feels emotion, Mm -hmm. then that's when you're going to really experience this like toxic, positive scenario. And sometimes you have to confide in these people because they're, I don't know, family members, relative, like these are the only times some really close friends. If you don't really have any other friends and, yeah. If you're forced to confide in someone with this, that's where it can really get difficult if you're like, I'm having a bad day and they're like, everything is fine.
1: And Yeah, well, it's the whole thing of like, mm-hmm. okay, if you want to live your life through like a top, like a positive light like lens, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: nothing bad ever happens to me. I feel so good, blah, 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 whatever. That's fine for you. Mm-hmm. Don't make me feel like shit for not doing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When mm-hmm. I come to you saying, Oh my gosh, my life is falling apart, blah, 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 whatever,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you you need to like Like, that's your life's choice. Yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. So don't force that on me.
0: Yeah. Right. And and it's it's the whole, is the forcing part of it, right? Because if you go to someone and they're like, everything's good. Life is fine. And you're like, "Mm, maybe I don't want to confide in you anymore. Then you know that for next time. Well, yeah. But if you're forced to confide in that person for whatever reason, whether it be, again, your employer or your parent or your significant other, right?
1: Well, it's like, it sets up a wall and you don't have that close relationship because you're like... I can't come to you with anything mm-hmm. other than I'm happy. Life is great. Mm-hmm. And even when I do that, it feels mm-hmm. false.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, like it's weird. And on the same token with this, again, these chronically negative people that I'm in my life, whenever I was having a bad day, I wasn't allowed to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't listen to me for the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, actually like kick. Uh, how many times do I say kick rocks? You, yeah. You don't get to monopolize on bad days. Mm-hmm. Like
1: they don't just belong to you. hmm. I like that. I get to on bad days. <laughs> we have so many good title contenders in here. Yeah. Um, okay. So with that being said, some signs that you might be toxically positive um, include brushing off problems rather than facing them, hiding your true feelings behind feel good quotes that seem socially acceptable, mm-hmm. minimizing other people's feelings because they make you uncomfortable and shaming other people when they don't have a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. This is
0: not a comprehensive list. Like this isn't yeah. every single sign. Some other some other things are like yeah hiding, masking your true feelings, trying to just get on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, um mini, yeah, we already said minimi- minimizing people's experiences. Um, say, telling someone like, "Oh, it could be worse." Yeah, right. When when they're, when they're experiencing something that like sucks for them. Yeah. Um, shaming or chastising others for ex- expressing frustration, and then brushing off and saying it is what it is, but is what it is again as someone who literally wants to get it is what it is tattooed on herself but you're not necessarily like yeah you don't do it in a way where you're like brushing them off yeah. that's why i think it's less about the words and it's more about the intention behind the words mm-hmm.
1: yeah the tone and the context and like yeah. the relationship you have with that person right like yeah. if we're doing like the whole like mm-hmm. like Yumi you me, and alexa joking about trauma or whatever we're like yeah. oh like haha it is what it is yeah but like we're but, making light of it, but still, like we know, we felt those emotions. We know that we're dealing with it, like yeah,
0: yeah. Or like, I don't know. I mean, well, our relationship, right? A lot of that you come to confide in me mm-hmm. with a lot of things, right? And so, yeah. if one day you came to confide in me about relationship issues and yeah. whatnot, I'm like, eh, is what it is. I would uh, never take you with anything Ex- ever again. Exactly, right? Yeah. Or it would be like, it could be worse. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So if that's, <laughs> but if that's what you open with, and of course, people again, this mm-hmm. this goes back to the. Conversation prior where it's like walls go up, Mm -hmm. division happens. Exactly. Suddenly you don't want to talk to that person ever again.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, it's the whole thing, like, even with this starting in 2020, I feel like that was also the kind of movement of like, hey, let's validate feelings. Mm -hmm. Like, let's start like not necessarily like gentle parenting, but like that realm, like respectful parenting or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, just like validating emotions, telling people like it's okay to feel not good all the time. Mm -hmm. Like don't let it consume your life but like Mm -hmm. and yeah I don't know I feel like we just kind of started also a movement of like let's start validating some people's feelings
0: Mm -hmm. and that's where kind of kind of touch back in on the hustle culture a lot of what's the word influencers I guess in the hustle culture life Mm -hmm. it is this toxically kind of positive individual yeah and again with a lot of these people that are in that world that I see I'm like oh you're hurt yeah like all I see is pain Mm -hmm. people are talking about I'm so great my life is fantastic i'm a multi-billionaire and i love my life i'm like no you don't yeah because loudness like the volume is it speaks volumes right cool. insecurity is loud mm-hmm. confidence is
1: quiet well even with the whole like oh, that whole with like our karate mantra of like never ever give up mm-hmm. yes 100 percent, never give up but hey if you need to take a beat to get your feet underneath you yeah that's not giving up no even with addiction like addiction recovery isn't linear no if you relapse. That's Mm -hmm. not you giving up. Like if you still then strive to like get back on the road to recovery, like it's Mm -hmm. just a little not Mm -hmm. to diminish people who are recovering, like, Mm -hmm. but it is like, you're still not giving up if you're continuing to go forward. Like if just because you Mm -hmm. need a second to get your feet underneath you, doesn't mean you failed completely. You can
0: have setbacks. You can have going to quicksand, but you can get out Mm -hmm. of it. Right. And like, yeah, continue as long as you're not again, just keeling over and becoming this again, uh, I, I can't not talk about toxic positivity now without saying chronically negative people. Mm-hmm. If you become chronically negative and you want to victimize yourself over everything. The world is happening to you and not for you. Yeah. Then you're going to be miserable the rest of your life. I'm sorry. Like yeah. that's. Well, exactly. Right. And it's the whole where mindset comes into play. Yeah. Right. But same with the toxic positive. You're going to be chipper and happy and never cry a day in your life. Again, coming from someone who doesn't cry often. Yeah. But
1: it's not. Um, you still you don't ignore the feelings that make yeah. you want to cry or whatever. Right. Exactly. Like. But
0: that's where you are so hurt and you are sacrificing the fullest human experience yeah in my opinion well, if you're gonna be exactly. like exactly life is happy Yep, it's like
1: the, i'm like fairly happy, certain happy, that's one of the happy. things <laughs> that's actually a sentence when positivity is used to cover up or silence a human experience it becomes toxic that's hmm. when positivity turns into toxicity yeah right and so, so then we have some other signs that you might be on the receiving end of toxic positivity which include feeling guilty about being sad angry or disappointed Hiding or disguising how you really feel and trying to be stoic or get over painful emotions.
0: And that's where you can kind of see like the the man's man kind mm-hmm. of has that stoicism thing. And I get where they're coming from with that.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, confide in someone. Well, how much of toxic masculinity is just toxic positivity but covered up? I know. Just with a little testosterone sprinkled in there. Like, right? <laughs> with a little
0: testy on top.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, that you know, but like, it's the whole thing. Like, cherries. men don't cry. Men men don't have <laughs> cherries. Cherry on top? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the nut on top. Ew. <laughs> so I said the testy's top.
0: <laughs> <Ew>. Oh. <Okay. laughs> yeah, men man. don't cry. <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: or you're welcome
0: at the same time.
1: <laughs> oh, both. Uh, my mind is in Dagata. <laughs> um okay yeah so yeah like what we've kind of said like tone, huge context huge. <laughs> i'm a 12 year old boy journey <laughs> okay um <laughs> i did that i did have my sister into an uncomfortable situation and I had to just kind of pump myself up so I was like and she just died she like killed over laughing so hard she's like that was amazing (laughs) okay so when does positivity turn toxic like we said when it's used to cover up or silence the human experience it becomes toxic the way Michaela phrased it was just chef's kiss
0: I didn't even read that. That was all from my brain. I know. I was like, wow. <laughs> I can, when I can speak, it's wise. <laughs> when I don't speak, it's funny. When you
1: fail through that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, it's toxic when it takes positive thinking to an extreme. So yeah. it minimizes and denies any trace of human emotions that aren't happy or positive. Um, it's toxic when you are coping with tough situations and it's Mm -hmm. almost cruel to be told that you need to look on the bright side. Like if you're going through a ginormous trauma Mm -hmm. that you already don't know how to begin to process
0: as it is Mm -hmm. being told, Oh, just look on the bright side. Yeah. To be told. Tell yourself, you're like, I'm strong. I can get through this is one thing. And that's the type of positivity I think you
1: need in that moment. Even like telling yourself, okay, like just look on the bright side, just look on the bright side, like trying to help yourself get
0: through this. Mm -hmm. But it should be your... It should be your thought not imposed. It's, yeah, it's your prerogative.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then some people even consider toxic positivity as a form of gaslighting mm-hmm. because it creates a false narrative of reality, which causes you to question what you think and feel.
0: And I think that primarily comes up in the workplace, and that's where I have a bone to pick is mm-hmm. in the workplace, because you see it with some bosses, again, not all bosses, not all workplaces are equal da 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 da, da. yeah disregarding that kind of jumping back to quiet quitting a little bit that's why quiet quitting i think has become a thing is because you feel a lack of appreciation and mm-hmm. part of that comes from the quote-unquote gaslighting of like um i hate my job i hate my boss like i'm doing more than i'm getting paid for but i'm expected this because why like for what yeah exactly right? and the boss is like everything's fine we're good yeah Stay chipper we're like family here literally and Ooh, that's we're like family here is such a and that, yeah, uh, yeah, that's where it kind of becomes like the gasoline, toxic, positive or yeah, toxic positivity mm-hmm. kind of realm. And where, yes, you do have the ability to leave. Yeah. But, right? Yeah. It might be hard to see that in scenario in the, in the timing, but you, at the end of the day, it's where you create your own reality that we think we really missed in mm-hmm. Quiet Quitting because we were so new to expressing we were things cheated, on the internet. We heated in that episode. Yeah. yeah but you have the ability to leave Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, or you have the ability to try to make your scenario better. But what we're talking about is in the way, like when there is nothing you can do, when you haven't quite left yet, how are you going to cope with that? Or how are you going to talk yourself into just finding a better scenario for yourself?
1: Well, exactly right. And like, it's one thing if like there's things going on outside of work Mm -hmm. that are then affecting your attitude at work. Like, I feel like that's a different place, but like when it is the work environment that is causing you to, Be negative and like sour and whatever. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, I feel like it's that point where it does kind of fall to the responsibility of the employer to kind of like Mm -hmm. make sure have conversations. Like if you notice Mm -hmm. that your employee
0: isn't doing well, Mm -hmm. have a sit down. Yeah, like ask them. Yeah, if you ask them, they they are honest about it. Mm -hmm. Don't disregard that.
1: Yeah, don't then be like like you're. Oh, it's okay. Like
0: yeah, like yeah. Scenario: Employer goes, "Hey, how's it going?" Employee: "Oh, I'm kind of stressed right now." Employer: "Oh, well." why like you could be worse yeah that would be the exact thing and so employee then is like why the fuck would they talk to you or even if they have no reason to
1: if you have to take time off for like funerals or whatever and then you come back and they're like oh you you just had three days off like why are you stressed Mm -hmm. it's like well well, you don't know what happened to me in those three days right like
0: you don't know what's going on outside of work right and yeah don't want to word vomit your personal life with your work life necessarily right well yeah because
1: like some Places that you don't want to do that. But, yeah, there definitely is. There's things you could do to make those a little bit better. Yeah.
0: But I think that is, like, the main <clears throat> situation where I find it the most frustrating. Mm-hmm. Because then you know that those types of employers are going to be, like, confused why they have a high turnover rate. or Yeah. Confused, or like, why why isn't everyone just happy? I'm like, well, maybe it's you. Yeah. Respectfully, it's you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, you need to kind of do some reflection there. Yeah. Yeah. And so like with that being said, like toxic positivity can also be a coping mechanism. I feel like we kind of alluded to this at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it can serve as a coping mechanism to help people reduce or avoid stress. So rather than face a difficult emotion, people try to avoid it by putting a positive spin on a bad situation. And mm-hmm. this might sound like a good way of coping, but when we deny or dismiss negative emotions, it can make it more difficult to then cope with these emotions either later on in life mm-hmm. or even like in the moment like you can bottle it in like it causes like disease or whatever like Mm -hmm. if you never address this then you can never kind of move forward i guess
0: yeah um shouldn't hold on to those emotions six mm -hmm. seconds yeah let it go yeah um and that's i think why some people get so heated over people who are positive who can just let it go right mm because if you are again wanting to chronically negative like this is not the title of what we're talking about but i can't it, my brain keeps going back to it, yeah, you're gonna hold on to that, and then you're gonna think someone who is just like normal positive is like now toxic because they're exactly. not feeling the same way you feel, and you want them to drag them down with them, with, yeah, with you with you, that's yeah. it, yeah, well, exactly right. That same thing with toxic positive. If someone's sad, and they're like you're i'm I'm better than you because I'm happy, that's like not any better either. that's not it, no, I guess just to reiterate, I guess some of the the whole points why is toxic toxic positivity harmful? It's shaming. Mm-hmm. At times, it can make you feel belittled or less than the person that you're supposed to be confiding in. Yeah. For again, whatever reason, whoever that person is. Yeah. Or it can cause guilt. Um, it sends a message that you aren't finding a way to feel positive in the face of tragedy. You're doing something wrong. Um. Again, as we said earlier, it avoids authentic human emotion by sidestepping emotional situations that make them uncomfortable. Which is part of the human experience. Yep. It prevents growth. By denying things that we feel painful, we deny ourselves the ability to face challenging feelings and ultimately lead to growth and deeper insight. And there have been several studies uh, done looking at how suppressing feelings leads to more stress in our body and or difficulty avoiding the upsetting feelings and thoughts. Mm -hmm.
1: So there is a physical manifestation of toxic positivity, I guess. Mm -hmm. So in one study, research participants were divided into two groups and shown disturbing medical procedure films while their stress responses were measured um, and so, one group was asked to watch the video and let their emotions show. While the other group was asked to watch as if nothing was bothering them. And so, the participants who suppressed their emotions had significantly more psychological arousal. And so, even though they appeared calm on the outside, they were actually like really stressing out on the inside. Mm-hmm. And the participants who were allowed to show their emotions were able to kind of like process what was going on and kind of like deal with it. Like they were just keeping it inside. Hmm. Um. So that was kind of interesting. And so like these types of studies show us that expressing a broad range of emotions, having our words, having words that describe how we feel and facial expressions to emote help us regulate our stress response. And so like, as we've talked about many times before, suppressed emotions can manifest in anxiety, depression, or even physical illnesses later in life.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, like, even a couple episodes when it talks about how um, even Botox, like numbing your frowning muscles in your face, mm-hmm. people report that they're happier Yeah, because they can't, see that physical like emotion in their face anymore mm-hmm. so that's what the that's what that link is and it kind of ties back to the same scenario
1: well and even just so much of it is like it isn't it is a release like you like something mm-hmm. i'm trying to start to do is like when you manifest something being like okay i accept that but when you're done with something and it served you or whatever you just don't want to be like okay i release that mm-hmm. right like and this is just a physical form of release mm-hmm. exactly I yes Um, And so then the last kind of like harmful aspect of toxic positivity is like if you've ever been around like a sugary sweet, like just think happy thoughts kind of person. And so like you just don't feel comfortable like talking to them about the emotions that you're having.
0: Because again, it doesn't feel authentic.
1: Yeah. You know, they're not going to hear you or make you feel validated. And so Mm. even though they might have the best intentions, the message they're mindlessly sending is only good feelings are allowed in my presence. So, it makes it really difficult to express anything but like good vibes around them. Mm-hmm. And so, then you kind of, you're only allowed to be a certain person around you. You can't be yourself around them mm-hmm. because the person you are accepts that you have bad days and isn't chronically positive, right? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, this versus optimism. It's possibly optimistic in the face of experiences and challenges, but people going through trauma don't need to be told to like stay positive mm-hmm. um to still have a sunny outlook at the end of it. Yeah. And versus manifestation, sometimes manif- manifestation can be a form of toxic positivity in the mm-hmm. sense that if you're manifesting things and they're um turning out, but then not turning out for someone else, it's like. Oh, but I did it and you didn't do it. It's just like, you need to believe harder or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's, yeah, a lot of manifestation is mindset and you don't need to be insanely positive in order for good things to happen to you.
1: Well, an example with the, um, like manifestation as a form of toxic positivity is like walking up to a homeless person and being like, just manifest a home, just write Mm -hmm. it down on a piece of paper every single day. And then you will just magically get one. Like that's what happened for me. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. Yeah. That's condescending yeah um okay so then we have some tips on like how to avoid toxic positivity whether you're the one being toxic or you are receiving the toxicity Mm -hmm. um and so this one to me it's one of like my most important things that i'm really trying to work on is it's to develop an attitude that it's okay to not be okay and to remind yourself that if someone doesn't feel okay that's perfectly acceptable Mm -hmm. um you should manage your negative emotions but don't deny them Mm-hmm. Uh, focus on listening to others and showing support be realistic about what you feel and know that it's normal to be stressed worried and or fearful again fine line like don't let it consume your
0: life yeah balance Not my um, favorite word balance
1: hashtag balance um don't be afraid to challenge the person being toxically positive um setting a boundary i guess that is what that could be referred to as um, so, know that it's okay to feel more than one thing. You can feel nervous <laughs> and hopeful about something. <laughs>
0: what? I guess that's, um, um setting a, a, a boundary. Um, <laughs> Theresa says, nervously. Like, oh, shit,
1: I need to learn how to set boundaries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should Take balance. balance. What else to do? <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: oh, working at it. it.
1: Uh, just yeah. bought a balance book, but it has really heavy religious undertones. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Um... No, yeah, that's one know that it's okay to feel more than one thing. You can feel nervous and hopeful about something mm-hmm. at the same time. Like you can feel like it's a bittersweet, right? Like mm-hmm. bittersweet is an okay emotion. Like you can be sad that you quit your job because like you like working there, but also like happy because that stress is now gone, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um look for meaning behind what you're going through. Um uh, apparently tragic optimism or searching for the meaning behind difficult situations is the opposite of toxic positivity and is considered to be something is considered by some to be the antidote to toxic positivity so
0: apparently that's what i have then if you're was just the tragically optimistic well like again the whole like everything happens for a reason it is what it is that would be my version of tragic optimism yeah right like this sucks but there's something more to it yeah i just don't know yeah i'm going to learn as, as we kind of that. heal yeah you know
1: no that makes sense um. Put your feelings into words, so like write in a journal or talk to a friend. Both of these things can help lower the intensity of negative feelings, as long as your friend isn't
0: toxically positive. Mm-hmm. But a lot of friends, like when you're talking, you're having that connection. You are releasing oxytocin, which is mm-hmm. hormonally calming the brain down. Mm-hmm. You feel like your connection. That's where the importance of having quality friends is, and yeah, all that comes from like who you attract and all self work and yeah our entire podcast just listen back on every episode exactly
1: <laughs> um do you want yeah. to give us some non-toxic alternatives to toxic statements so like inst- like I, we have a mm-hmm. list here of like a statement that's like considered toxic positivity and like another way to kind of say that but validatingly
0: yeah i guess so like instead of saying don't think about it stay positive say describe what you're feeling i'm listening yeah don't worry be happy I can see that you're really stressed. Anything I can do. Um, failure is not an option. Failure is a part of growth and success. Everything will work out in the end. It's really hard. I'm thinking of you. Positive vibes only. I'm here for you through both good and bad. If I can do it, so can you. Ooh. Everyone's story abilities, limitations are different and that's Okay. With that particular sentence, though, I feel like if you're having like a speech of like how you accomplish something, Mm -hmm. I feel like you can put that in there without being condescending. Yeah. But it's again, tone, context, who you're talking to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Delete negativity. Suffering is a part of life. You're not alone. Look for the silver lining. I see you. I'm here for you. Everything happens for a reason. Sometimes we can draw the short straw in life. How can I support you during this hard time? It could be worse. That sucks. I'm sorry you're going through this.
1: Yeah all accepting and validating statements mm-hmm yeah so those are some good like validating alternative statements too, talk to talk positivity statements um, and some other things is that it's important to sit with your feelings and give yourself the time and space to process the situation and accept your emotions before you take action I've talked about this a lot of like even just like naming what you're feeling can help you accept mm-hmm. it and move on kind of
0: I think one of my favorite things is like juries of Jerry's advice is I feel today <laughs> i have feeling i exist (laughs) literally
1: feel know what you're feeling just accept it i'm feeling good today no i
0: feel today yeah i am human i exist (laughs) oh amen i've been going through all of our like old clips and stuff and i have that one clipped from whatever episode that is Mm -hmm. and so it's been like fun like a little like trip down memory lane like i'm going through our reels to put them on youtube shorts and stuff that's sweet i get to listen to every one of our episodes that have clipped
1: (laughs) yeah well even just like yeah like speaking your emotions like you can then move them out of your body so by honoring Mm -hmm. your feelings you can embrace your entire self and you just become more connected with your inner self right
0: yep um let it go let it go (laughs) we
1: love elsa process
0: it and kick it out the door
1: (laughs) literally oh my gosh um yeah so when we accept emotions sit with them and kind of watch them come and go they end up passing more quickly because we're only supposed to feel emotions for six seconds. So mm-hmm. once you know how to process them and deal with them, mm-hmm. you can actually feel them for only that six seconds. And this
0: is where a lot of people find meditation helpful. So mm-hmm. Something to consider. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's basically all we have other than like our kind of final final thoughts. Final thoughts. Got anything? Um, I think that it is important to have a like mostly positive outlook on life, but you cannot negate the negativity you can't mm-hmm. belittle that and mm-hmm. ignore it because that's only going to cause more issues later in life mm-hmm. and same if you only focus on the negative and you never focus on the positive you're never going to live up to your mm-hmm. full potential and do all the things mm-hmm. but that being said it's important that when people come to you to validate their feelings and listen to them and support them in what they are trying to tell you
0: mm-hmm. um but yeah i think yeah, I think a lot of these, this topic becomes more crucial, especially if you're raising a child, for example, like mm-hmm. the developing this, the development side of this is more important. I think as an adult, it is your responsibility to take the world mm-hmm. as is. Yeah. And you can't be quote unquote triggered by every single thing that someone else does exactly. and someone else believes. <laughs> yeah. But if you're raising a child, for example, showing that like, yeah, this sucks, but like, good things will happen. Mm-hmm. Good things are going to come. Like, yeah, the good outweighs the bad, or whatever you want to use. I think that's when it becomes more important. Or again, if you're processing and realizing, like, I can't confide in this person because they are toxically toxically positive to me, mm-hmm. and that sucks. But I'm going to have to confide in someone else. I think, yeah, that's where you become like in charge of your own life. Yeah. Whereas I'm not denying that this is a thing. Same thing like, again, with the whole pandemic, like what sucked about it is that the people we were supposed to depend on were just kind of disregarding. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then that's why everything escalated the way it did Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, it's the same. It's like children act out to get their parents' attention, right? Like
0: same thing. And so if you're an employer and all of your employees are miserable and or like acting out in Mm -hmm. the way that you can at work. Yeah. Talk to them. Literally. Open communication. We're all adults. Mm-hmm, right? Don't exactly. disregard someone else's experience just because you don't like the way they think. Exactly. Especially in a workplace scenario. Mm-hmm. Right? But just have, like, basic human respect and know that things are going to work out and... Yep. You're allowed to feel like garbage one day, but as long as you don't... Just don't let it consume your yourself with it. And yeah. And, yeah, use it as a crutch or try to drag other people down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's fine. That should be fine. So... Okay. okay, and yeah, so that's all on that. Um, we want to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, do you, like, this is something when I was writing, when I was doing some research for this, is like, are, do you find that we're preaching talk to positivity? Because I know that we are very much, like, advocates for positive mindsets, mm-hmm. but... Because we've seen the
0: science behind it, with mm-hmm. when we're talking psychology and we're talking yeah. physiological reactions to feel good stuff exactly, right,
1: but yeah, so we are like or are we allowing space for like other emotions other than just happiness because I really hope that we are okay, so um, with that all being said, I guess for our segment today, we're going to leave you with some advice <laughs> uh, what's your first advice, Michaela? don't be so negative. <laughs> thank you <laughs> I'll follow that up with there's a silver lining (laughs) just be be grateful for what you do have just be optimistic good vibes only i say good vibes only (laughs) um like we've said many times throughout this episode look on the bright side
0: (laughs) discomfort is the price admission to a meaningful life you'll get over it everything will be okay stay positive oh my gosh amen Don't give up. Never, ever give up. (laughs) You're already doing better than so many others. Quitting is not an option.
1: Tears are for losers. Holy cow.
0: (laughs) Chin up 24-7. And finally, work harder and things will all work out. (laughs) And with that, I'm seeing red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mac Joy. I'm assumed. We are Sometimes Shabbat Slaps on all social media platforms, and our website is com. If you like what we're doing here, or if you dislike us, give us a like. Ooh. Or rating and review if you're feeling extra generous. Ooh. It, it helps us out, and we appreciate it deeply. hmm And... Yeah, we'll, uh... Yeah, we got some fun episodes planned up. I planned should up. be good. Oh. What? We're we gonna do sponsors. No, we're gonna do ads. We're now. gonna do that. So, yeah. Okay. Um, we got some fun stuff um up ahead. Yeah, and we hope Mental Health this... Month
1: is treating you
0: well. <laughs> my birthday's on Friday.
1: Wish me happy birthday. Yeah, <laughs> happy birthday, Mag. <laughs> We've been celebrating her birthday month.
0: <laughs> it is. I have to share my birthday day with, with like so seven many people. other people in my life. Yeah, so I get a month.
1: Mm-hmm. Fair <laughs> enough.
0: That's that's only fair only fair exactly
1: (laughs) all right well we'll talk to you guys later (laughs) uh ttfn bye Bye.